Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another podcast episode, and this is going to be a guest episode for this month. And the guest that I have on is Rochelle Jackson. She is into essential oils, healing stones, and crystals. And she is the founder of the website nontoxiclifestyle.com. So welcome, Rochelle, to the show. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on. That's great. So the first thing that I'm going to ask, which every listener knows, is they're going to be like, oh, there he goes. He's going to talk about it again. So the (laughs) first thing I'm going to ask is going to be all about an origin story. Now, I know everyone knows, it's obvious that anyone who does something significant and is contributing to the world, is helping people out, they have gone through their own bit as well. They were at that point, the the kind, the kind of person who wanted to get help from others. And that transition from wanting to get help to the one who's helping is such a big transition. And that's the origin story. So what's that origin story like for you? So my origin story is pretty complicated, but I will try and make it succinct as possible. I, let's see, where should I start? I have two sets of twins and a five-year-old. And when I delivered my second set of twins, about four hours after I delivered, I, I died. Now I didn't see any crystal lights or halos or anything. It was almost as if I was hovering above watching the doctors work. There was no time to move me to another room. So they um, stopped the bleeding and immediately infused eight units of blood into my body. They figure I had about three. My blood pressure was 30 over 15. So I was in pretty desperate situation didn't stop me. I came home, worked on raising my children, but struggled deeply with postpartum psychosis, which is an under talked about subject, especially still today. But the psychosis part of it is just an extreme mental illness. So I would care for my children, but then I would spend the rest of the time trying to passively take my own life. And this was doing things like running red lights or walking into traffic or uh, making just desperately foolish decisions, hoping that someone would accidentally take my life for me. Mm -hmm. It was a cowardice way of thinking. Mm -hmm. But when you are in that, I know it's suicide prevention month, but when you're in that thought process, you're not in your mind. You're not in your own self. Who I am today and who I was then are very different people. So that lasted about two years. I got better from that, but then developed these lesions all over my body. I looked like a common day leper, if you will. There were, it was years. They covered my body and uh, my skin would just I would take a shower and my skin would rub off and never come back. And I had a doctor of 17 years that I trusted and he diagnosed me with MRSA. So gave me a medication 
it was a sulfa drug and sent me home. Later that night, my scalp split open and my husband had just walked in the door and immediately called the emergency line. And they sent me to a specific hospital, which was kind of unusual because I had to pass five hospitals to get there. But I went and they said that I would be meeting a dermatologist. Upon entry, I knew something was wrong. I was immediately followed by police. And when I was immediately ushered to the desk for registration, uh, where others had to wait in line and those types of things. The registration agent knew all of my information, and I asked her if she'd talked to my doctor, and she said no. And at that point, I knew that I had, I, I knew enough about our mental health care system that I was not going to get out of there that night. So I phoned my husband before they took my phone away. And they took me back into the psychiatric ward. I was never examined. I was given a CT scan. I was made to do a urinalysis with the door open. Just de deplorable conditions for our, our, our loved ones who struggle with mental health. And to think that this was something that I just went because my doctor told me I was seeing a dermatologist. So about an hour in, they started to try and give me some medication. I asked at that point if they would call my psychiatrist, my psychologist, and my family doctor to verify that there was no counteraction. And they said, no, so you're refusing to take the medication. And I said, no, I'm not refusing. I'm just asking you to take this extra step. And again, he said, I'm going to give you this medication. I said, please, I'm begging you just verify this with my psychiatrist, my doctor, and my psychologist who I'm actively seeing. And he said, so you're refusing again? And I said, no, I just want you to verify it. And at that point, he looked at the police officers who were in my room and told them to cuff me. So they handcuffed, ankle cuffed, and head strapped me to the bed. So I had a lot of time to sit and think <laughs> or lay and think. I remained calm the entire time. And looking back, I can't believe I did. But I just knew that I had to have a presence of calm because anything other than that would potentially set off a trigger that there was a psychiatric episode, which does happen. And there was a point in my life that I probably should have been hospitalized, but this wasn't that point. So I had a psych the psychiatrist for the hospital come in. It was probably about three in the morning and talk to me. Mm -hmm. And she said that she felt like something was off. Mm -hmm. She saw the sores on my body and she saw that they were not self-imposed, meaning they were in places I couldn't reach. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't scratching myself open. Mm -hmm. She felt that someone who was placed on a 72-hour hold or a pink slip, which is what they called it, would not ever drive themselves in. They would be brought in via a system called net care or the police. And she said she was suspicious at that point uh, that my condition was actually health related. So the nurse uh, that was 
there helping came in after she left and asked me if I was going to be a good girl. Mm-hmm. And I said, what do you mean by that? <laughs> I'm um, going to behave exactly like I've been behaving this entire time. Mm-hmm. And he said it again. And then I heard my husband's voice and he very quickly took my handcuffs, ankle cuffs and head strap off before my husband entered the room. So my husband came in, they did release me mm-hmm. and we followed up with excellent dermatologist, mm-hmm. Dr. Zyrus. I credit him with saving my life. He saw me once and knew immediately that there was something wrong. He's known for being with Ohio State University. He's known for finding the unfindable in in skin, which is our largest organ. Mm-hmm. Then two visits of seeing him, he referred me to an immunologist and she did one blood test. And at that point they discovered that I had CVID, which is where I do not make three of my five antibodies that my body needs. So if someone's sick, they have antibodies that kick in. I don't. It's also called the boy in the bubble disease. He would actually, he was born the same year I was born. He is no longer with us, but most people relate to that terminology. So I was missing IgA, IgM, and IgG, which are your three critical antibodies. I was relieved. I was so relieved until I got home and I started to research and I got a phone call from the, from the Immune Deficiency Foundation asking how they could help me because this was terminal. And I remember just kind of losing it and thinking, you can't tell me that I'm only going to live to 44 years. I have five kids I'm raising And at that point I had four kids, but I was pregnant (laughs) unbeknownst to me. And I I knew I had to live for them. So a friend of mine posted a sale on an essential oil kit with, with young living. And I said, Western medicine has failed me. There has to be something that's going to work. I don't care if this is hocus pocus, I'm going to try. Lo and behold, I started to get better. My kids started to get better. I have three special needs kids and two disabled kids. And special needs kids are amazing children. They're also cognitively gifted. So they're super intelligent and they know how to argue very well. I knew I needed to be there to advocate for them. So I made that decision at that point that we were going to go through our house and begin the process of taking out all of the toxins that we were using. Because I was so sick, I went and bought hospital grade cleaner. It was called PD-128. And I was using it in the shower and in the bathroom. And uh, I would almost pass out every time I would use it. It was so caustic. And I immediately disposed of it on one of the, you know, legal disposal days of chemical waste. And we switched to a plant-based cleaner. So we have one cleaner now. It's plant-based. 
It's clove oil, eucalyptus oil, cinnamon oil, lemon oil, and rosemary. And I do those protein or swab tests on my website and I do them live and was shocked when I did the one in my bathroom and Lysol failed. Lysol failed. And here we are in the middle of COVID Mm -hmm. being told to go buy this product and it's not even doing its job. And it had bleach in it. But uh, the thieves cleaner that I used, which is what it's called, that was strictly essential oils, Mm -hmm. passed with flying colors and disinfected everything. Mm -hmm. And then at that time, when we started using that cleaner, my daughter was very young and she would lick the windows. She had a pica. If you're familiar with that, she would chew on wood. So we would clean our wood surfaces with this. And I didn't have to worry about her ingesting chemicals because we had rid our household of all those chemicals. It went from laundry detergent. Uh, I make my own laundry detergent. I make my own dishwasher soap. I make hand soaps, all using this thieves oil, which is the combination of the five oils. So now I've turned that around and I've said, what area can I really impact people's lives and what can I do to be thankful for the fact that I'm going to be 44 this year. This is the year I'm supposed to die. Right. I'm, I don't think I'm going to be on death's door anytime soon. <laughs> so I, I started nontoxiclifestyle.com and I have three levels of service. And in this, I come into your home and I help you rid your, your life of chemicals. Candles are extremely toxic. Those Febreze plugins are extremely toxic, toxic. The, the things that really stood out to me and focusing on special needs community was If we have a child that special needs, we understand that they are more susceptible to grab a Tide pot and eat it thinking it's candy because they don't, their frontal lobe isn't developed the same way a child of their age would be. I didn't want to have that risk. So for nearly a decade, we've gone and we've moved to toxin free. And this includes everything from our clothing, because if you're not wearing organic clothing, if you're wearing something with a polyester or an acrylic, it actually has microplastics in it. So it's been a long evolution. And I am here to advocate for change in that and to help families or individuals make those changes. Now, one of the things that I do is I know you mentioned that I have crystals and oil. I don't know if I can get that. So this is rainbow fluorite. And this is my blend called Clarity. And this is just a roller ball. So I put it where I can smell it. And it takes 22 seconds to go from smelling it into your bloodstream. Mm -hmm. So I've learned so much about essential oils and how powerful they are that we don't really have a medicine cabinet anymore. Mm -hmm. We have an essential oil cabinet where we can treat all the ailments and symptoms that 
over-the-counter medicine and big pharma have really pushed on us that are unnecessary. So that's where my story started. Mm -hmm. I'm here. I'm about a week out of launching my business Mm -hmm. and I have four clients and I'm here with you today and excited to share that, you know, we, we have alternatives to the chemicals. If you have an opportunity, pick up your bottle of scrubbing bubbles or Lysol or whatever, and actually read the back of it. Yeah. It's very that is actually true. Like, you know, if you read it, it's written small text. They're sneaky about it. They're very really sneaky about it. When you start reading it, it's going to take an hour, but you're going to know what's there. Yeah. So I had posted on um, LinkedIn, someone had posted about, do you actually read the labels on your cleaning? And I had, I typed out the exact label mm-hmm. of the, the, the Lysol brand cleaner that I used mm-hmm that failed the protein test. And it said, do not spray into the environment, wear protective clothing, wear protective eye gear, wear protective gloves, wear, if you ingest in your mouth, do not induce vomiting, go straight to the emergency room. If you get it in your eyes, rinse your eyes, then take out your contacts and go straight to the emergency room. I mean, it just, it was terrifying. And I've, never read it before, even though I made the switch to non-toxic, I knew that it was the right thing to do, but having read that, it was startling. And you can't just put it in your trash. Mm -hmm. And it even states on the bottle that you can't just throw it away. It has to be thrown away on hazardous waste days. So it's a little frightening. (laughs) Those everyone's mind i i can assure you that much like people who have not thought about it and not thought it through it's like it, it's with toothpaste it's with cleaners it's with sanitizers what not it's mm-hmm. crazy yeah and it it's it got endocrine disruptors it's got reproductive disruptors it's a huge huge reason we see this increase in adhd mm-hmm. and autism it's, it's stifling our entire body mm-hmm in a way that we can't reverse it until we stop using it. And then our body will heal itself. So this morning I woke up and I was coughing and I was like, oh no, this is not good. I'm going to cough through the entire interview. But I took a hot shower and I used rosemary, peppermint, eucalyptus. Mm -hmm. And what was my fourth oil? Rosemary, peppermint eucalyptus and lemon, <laughs> lemon, because you lemon is mucosal. It will break up your mucosal membranes. So it relieves your congestion. And I sprinkled it on the shower walls and I stood and I took a shower and I now I'm not coughing. I'm cleared of those allergy symptoms I was experiencing. Mm-hmm. And there are so many other ways we can mitigate without even using essential oils. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we wear masks every day. Yeah. It's pollen season. Wear a mask and sunglasses. You're not going to stand out from the crowd. <laughs> You're going to look just normal. 
and that'll keep the pollen out of your out of your openings and orifices on your on your face. So there are other ways to mitigate and to clean. And I'm willing to teach all levels. I have products that I provide if a person wants, mm-hmm. but I also have alternative solutions such as vinegar and water to clean. You know, people don't think about common household items that we have that are better cleaning agents than poisons. Yeah, that is really true. So it's been, it's been that, a journey. That is such a like, you know, the transition, you know, look at the transition, anyone can see that. Now that's what happens, you know, people usually don't, they don't realize this. Many people who listen, who, who are in social media, they look at other people and they're like, okay, they were fortunate from the start. but that's not the case. We were all like, you know, normal people. We were going through our shit. And we realized we went through stuff. We learned. We experienced new things. We got curious. And once we found out something that worked for us, and we we really went through with that, and it was a transition. And we came to a point where we want to help now others with that thing that uh, works for us to help others. That's just how it all ended up. Absolutely. I spent all day on the um, phone yesterday with Department of Disability Mm -hmm. and Medicaid trying to get certified to accept Medicaid waivers so that families with special needs children don't have to pay the full rate Mm -hmm. that the government helps assist them in that. Because if we remove those toxins from their home, Mm -hmm. those disabilities will lessen as I've seen in my three children, I've seen a little boy, my firstborn twin son, mm-hmm. diagnosed at 18 months old, going from licking my friends mm-hmm. in the windows and anything he could lick because he was sensory seeking to a brilliant young man in sixth grade mm-hmm. who now teaches information technology to the entire sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. And he's won awards for his inclusivity because he sees the value in his special need. We've always embraced the fact that special needs make you special. Mm -hmm. They don't make you ignorant. They don't make you different. Mm If you use your gift that you've been given, you will excel. And we're seeing him do that. Tonight, we have to take him to um, a store called Micro Center because he wants to buy a $400 3D printer. (laughs) I bet he's going to have fun with that. Oh, he's going to have a blast. But this is my child that literally was on the spectrum Mm -hmm. and is no longer there. And it's the power of taking big pharma out of the picture, Mm -hmm. trying to solve on our own with a mix of Eastern and Western medicine. There is so much brilliant medicine that has been around since biblical times. I mean, I think about, you know, there are people out there that are, are Christian and people that aren't, but 
most people know the story of the Christ child and they brought frankincense, gold, and myrrh. Well, those were essential oils. They weren't actual pieces of frankincense and myrrh. They were oils. And if we think that that happened during that time period, whether that's a belief or not, that time period is still valid that they were using oils. The ancient Egyptians used oils to to mummify and to preserve their deceased. And I think about how much different I feel. 10 years ago, I wanted to die every day I woke up. I felt the weight of the world on my shoulders. I'm trying to raise my children. I look like a leper. I'm taking them. We live in a neighborhood that's more well-to-do. I mean, I can't say that we fall in that well-to-do category. We got a really good deal on our house, but we wanted the kids to go to a good school. Mm-hmm. So um, being from the construction industry, we renovated and fixed up a very d- dilapidated house, which gave us the ability to allow our kids to go to this premium public school. And it's just a small community of two and a half miles square. And, uh, you know, they're getting the best that they can get, Mm -hmm. but I still have to be there to go in and to say, okay, I, I, we've written the IEP or the, the individual education plan, or we've done the 504, Mm -hmm. but I need you to understand they're going to carry a roller ball of oils. And when they get stressed, they're going to use it. And I haven't had any pushback, whereas you can't send your kid to school with this cough drop. You get in trouble for that. So it's been such a blessing in our lives. And I just am so grateful to the person that introduced me to essential oils and uh, the the aromatherapy part of it, whether it's changing the demeanor in the room having a son with OCD, the other twin boy has OCD pretty bad and panic disorder. So every day when he gets home from school, I make sure that I have, I don't know if I, I'm going to lean the wrong way. (laughs) I've got my diffuser in the background. You can, you can kind of see it, but we always have something diffusing in the air. Mm -hmm. One, it cleans the air. And two, it puts the aromatherapy into the air. Mm -hmm. So if I put something like peace and calming or frankincense Mm -hmm. is a good one. Frankincense and lemon is an amazing combination. It's a wake you up and it's a feel good combination. It helps him to acclimate that transition. Mm -hmm. And likewise, in the morning, I put in a special, we have a special kid blend called genius. Mm -hmm. I put that in in the mornings and when they're doing their homework and then when they go to test day I apply it to them before they leave so they have that memory cognition and it's been remarkable that's that's really awesome like the entire story of it and 
how it's all helping it just goes to show that there are other ways you know essential oils crystals uh, these things are things people have to open up to and they will eventually not the listeners to all the listeners out there this is what it is all about like it is going to be the thing is that you know many people believe in pharma and stuff it's understandable they are so damn big they are all over the place it's understandable but the thing is that because they're big does not mean that they're trustworthy they are credible yeah sure they must have their you know medicines and stuff all over the place does not mean that it actually works and it's going to be the best option for you you got to still try the best thing that you can do and essential oils are so close to nature itself and we are from nature actually so you know if you think about it we were cavemen and we went from there we had civilization the world that we live in is made by us so why should it rule us yes. doesn't make any sense yes and if if you think about essential oils they are the essential root of the plant they are the essential inside of the plant mm-hmm. in the purest part of the plant mm-hmm. so people say i can't use essential oils i have an allergy to that mm-hmm. but the truth is is they don't trigger allergies you can have anaphylactic shock from lavender or from cinnamon Mm-hmm. But in an essential oil form, because of the way it's steam distilled and it's the pure essence of the plant, mm-hmm. you don't have that level of allergy. Which I find to that one blew me away. <laughs> I'm sorry, that one blew me away. I'm allergic to everything. Yeah. One of the um, things that happened with me is in testing me for um, CVID, they also did an allergy test, which I immediately passed out cold from, which mm-hmm. if you ever get an allergy test, sit down first. <laughs> the uh, Everything triggered. Mm-hmm. Every stinging insect, every pollen, every grass, every mold, every dust. Mm-hmm. And then the medications, I had a DNA um, swab done to see what medications I could take. Mm-hmm. And I'm down to two antibiotics. Mm-hmm. So why would I want to put those antibiotics in my body when I may or may not need them mm-hmm. and have my body become resistant to them? Mm-hmm. And then when I really need them, my body fights against them and it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. We truly overprescribe antibiotics, I believe, in our society. Mm-hmm. We deal with ear infections in our home. We deal with uh, all, all sorts of cuts, scrapes, bruises. Uh, obviously, I can't fix a, fix a broken arm <laughs> with an essential oil, but you have to know that difference. Is this when my child walks in and says, I have a headache. The first thing I say is go take a big glass of water. Hmm. You're probably dehydrated. Hmm. And then if that doesn't work, then I have an oil that I put on their neck. It's usually peppermint and eucalyptus Mm -hmm. and it cools and soothes their neck Mm -hmm. and their temples. Mm -hmm. And part of it could be that that cooling sensation eases their pain. But it's also crossing the blood-brain barrier. Essential oils are the only medicine that can do that. That's remarkable. Yeah. I think about all the the medications we take to try and help. Mm -hmm. And to think that the one that is in this little bottle 
can get into my system in 22 seconds just from smelling it. Mm-hmm. And then it's hurts are amped up. So everything's energy, right? Mm-hmm. We're energy. Essential oil has an energy to it. Crystals have an energy to them. Mm-hmm. So when you mix the crystal and the oil, you have to be very careful because you can get aluminum toxicity. So don't, I'm not proposing people go out there and just mix oils and crystals. You have to know what you're doing, but there are an increased level of frequency that enter your body. Mm -hmm. When you use this, when I sing and perform, I put sodalite in my sodalite stone in my rollerball. And I use a series of essential oils that I mix together and I roll it down my throat Mm -hmm. before I perform. Mm -hmm. And I used to battle laryngitis for months at a time and I've not had it since. Yeah, that that is amazing. But the thing is that, you know, like, I would say that essential oils and the stuff that we have going on, like pills, yeah, sure, they are bad to some extent, but they're not completely bad. There's no good and evil in this thing. You know, Absolutely. that's another thing that people have to understand. We are not saying here that essential oils are everything. That, as you said, it's not going to fix a broken arm. You know, that's <laughs> yeah. so true. MRIs, all the instruments that we have, they are required, but there is a balance of both. Both can live in the world. It's not like one cannot live, only one can survive both can survive and both can benefit in their own unique ways. Absolutely. Yeah. So I get a donation. So I'm a recipient of plasma mm-hmm. every Friday and I get to infuse 12 grams of plasma subcutaneously through four needles in my body every Friday mm-hmm. to extend my life. And I think I am so thankful mm-hmm. to the donors the plasma donors out there aren't junkies. They aren't people on the streets just trying to get money. Mm. I, I hate that stigma. Mm. Plasma donors are people like my father mm-hmm. who gave plasma because he had a special blood type. Mm-hmm. I've had to have received blood transfusions twice and had my life saved twice by somebody donating blood and eight years units of blood is like eight people donate blood and that's just one emergency so we still need western medicine Mm -hmm. we still need the doctors to help guide us Mm -hmm. but we also need our doctors to be holistic in their thought process and open to us using essential oils too i know the question happens every time i go in or get a new prescription what kind of supplements oils or medications are you on that are new? So my doctor has now adopted essential oils as form of medication and they're approved through my FSA, which is really remarkable. When you think about the price of essential oils, they can be, they can be pricey, especially something like a frankincense or a rose. They, but you only need a few drops if it's a really good essential oil. Mm-hmm. So this, this little bottle probably has, it's mostly fractionated coconut oil. Mm-hmm. And then it's, it's probably got 20 drops of a mix of different oils in it. So when I started it, it had about that much oil. And then I filled the rest with fractionated coconut oil. Mm-hmm. 
and it doesn't dilute the potency of the oil. Mm -hmm. It just stretches it further. And I use the CBD too. You want to have a pure CBD. Mm -hmm. I, I know Young Living's FDA approved CBD, so there's no crossover with THC. We have had situations where people fail drug tests because they get CBD at the corner market and it's not clean. Mm -hmm. So if you are going to use CBD, I'm a huge proponent of it. I do it orally. I put it on my knees. Just make sure it's FDA approved unless you don't care about failing a drug test. <laughs> yeah. So you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I would say like this is all really good suggestions and all the stuff that you're saying. I would say that you'd give a very good start to someone who really is thinking about it. You know, I know that there, there must be like, you know, knowing my podcast show and stuff, there are people who might be thinking about essential oils and this is where you come in and they'll be like, Perfect, you know, someone's yeah. talking about essential oils and stuff. Now they'll be thinking about it because I know personally, I went through a lot of articles about it and it's huge. It's diverse. It's really hard to know which one will work for what purpose. Will it be like, you know, aromatherapy? Will it be something else? It's such a big place. And for a beginner, it can be overwhelming, which can stop them to actually do the damn thing in the first place. They'll just say, okay, I'll just take a pill. That, you know. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, when I first started, I was like, what you know, I bought a, a dictionary of mm -hmm. essential oils and all they did and their Hertz levels and what, how they distilled them. Mm -hmm. And I studied and studied and studied mm -hmm. until I got to the point where I could tell you that if you feel a cold coming on, you rub Dorado Ozul on the top and bottom of your feet mm -hmm. before you go to bed and you'll wake up feeling better. And the reason we use the bottom of our feet is because it's the largest pores in our body. Mm -hmm. So it's the fastest absorption rate. I know people are like, why would I put oil on my feet? I can't smell it. <laughs> but its impact is the same because once it gets through your skin, it takes two minutes to get through your skin into your bloodstream. It takes 22 seconds to go through aromatherapy. Those are astounding numbers. When you think about how long it takes and excedrin to work that's true so about your I'm, I'm sorry your website? about your website like the way that your website set up let's say that you know they want to get more uh, some of the listeners let's say they go to your website and they're complete beginner at this they don't know where to go so mm -hmm. what would be the first place that they should go to to get help? so there is um, a button on several pages that's book a consultation Mm -hmm. And that's just a discussion with me. That's no charge. That's just an opportunity to get on my calendar. Mm -hmm. And we can have discussions at length about, you know, what oils. There's lots of brands of oils. Mm -hmm. I will tell you if your oil is not in an amber bottle when you originally get it, mm -hmm. it's not going to be a pure oil. Mm -hmm. But I can also tell you that, well, I guess in addition, Anything with limon or citrus in it is sun sensitive. So if you put that on your skin and you go outside, you're going to have extreme burns. I gave myself a very bad, I looked like somebody had strangled me with a belt strap because I used bergamot mm -hmm. and it has sun sensitivity for 72 hours. So it's, it's complicated and I am more than happy to give of my time and my knowledge mm -hmm. 
And all you have to do is hit that book a consultation button. And uh, my calendar is up. And when I can be there, I will. I take anywhere between four and six appointments a day because I like to give an hour, even though we may not take it. I just want to make sure that I, that that individual on the other end of the line feels comfortable. And then if there's needed continue, continued conversations from there, then absolutely. That's where we go. Yeah. And you're the, you're, you'll be the person to approach in this kind of thing, you know, and you'll give a really good start to the beginner. And that's really good. Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, somebody gave me a great start too. Yeah, it, it all starts with the start. It does. It doesn't. I don't know. I, I don't know her story as to why she got into essential oils. And I, that's something that makes me think I should go ask that. But they're they're here to stay. Yeah, they are. That's so true. That's so true. And to all the listeners out there, give it a try. That's the first thing. Go for that consultation call. If you're confused, if you feel overwhelmed, it's like, what are these two talking about? It's like, you're going all over the place. Don't worry about it. There will be the link down in the description for the website. Just go check that out. Go for that consultation call. If you're really, really confused and you are not getting anywhere, just go for that consultation call and, you know, Rochelle will start you off straight. Yes, absolutely. And uh, the website is up and live and that link is live. Um, I've checked it a couple of times today to make sure there were no glitches. It may book as a DIY basic consultation instead of a, just a consultation. But either way, the first initial visit is just a consultation because I can't make any kind of recommendations to anyone without having that time with them first. Yeah, definitely. So to all the listeners, don't worry, we have your back. Don't <laughs> Absolutely. And I know initially it can be a bit, you know, confusing. There are a lot of skeptical people. And I would say to them, it's okay to be skeptical. Just be a bit more open-minded. Don't be dogmatic about it. Don't be like farmer rocks and stuff like that. It's like, chill. I get it. I get it. You like pills and stuff. But there is another alternative to that. You don't have to completely switch it out. But there are a few things that you can work with, you know, have both. I would say pills sometimes is okay. Essential oil is good. Make it a, you know, mix of it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we've switched our kids from melatonin at night to aromatherapy, diffusers, and roll-ons. Mm -hmm. And they go to bed like that. And when I put CBD on their feet, they're out. <laughs> it's called CBD Calm. And I use it when I'm really amped up. Mm -hmm. And I, I call it my liquid Xanax. It's just, it's like I can breathe. I have anxiety. And when I feel anxiety, I feel like someone's choking me. Mm -hmm. And that acts so fast mm -hmm. that the first time I used it, I almost didn't even notice that I felt better. Mm. And then the more I used it, the more my body became aware of, oh, it's gone. Mm -hmm. So I'd love to hear from your listeners and, you know, any questions out there. I'm an open book. If you have questions about my history, how I got to where I am, I am a no holds barred person. So please don't hesitate to reach out. Definitely reach out to anyone. If you need any kind of help, if you need advice, help, I can help, Rochelle can help, 
other other guests can help who are in the other podcast episodes of mine everyone's there to help you at the end of the day so don't we feel shy don't feel afraid you know what if what if this what if that we are not going to judge anyone here we are all human at the end of the day and we're here to help That's yes it. and i'll tell you i've been on the other side of judgment it's not fun <laughs> so i never judge anyone there are no books that i look at the cover of and say that's my judgment call <laughs> cuz it hurt <laughs> knowing this world we all have been judged at some point yes we have been we have been whether it's physical or mental or school <laughs> that's a big one yeah <laughs> definitely So. so as we have come to the end for this podcast episode if you want to just like you know just put it in a huge summary and just put it in one or two sentences to the listeners so they'll just get that impactful you know message for sure. the entire podcast episode would that what would that two or one sentence would be so my my sentence would be try just try make that phone call to me I send samples all over the world. Mm-hmm. You don't have to buy into anything. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to make you buy into a marketing business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm here to assist you in learning about oils and what they're good for. Mm-hmm. And I I delight in doing it. So there's no burden. Yeah. By taking that phone call. Definitely. you know it eases the curiosity definitely yeah, that's so true at the end of the day we are there to provide value and we're doing this for helping people nothing else you know it's no like other, there's no ulterior motive <laughs> yeah, that's that's the biggest thing for many people you know it's like what's going on is it is it like a scheme or something you know our story you know how we're like we're just there to help guys mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean somebody helped me once and uh, and worked out fantastically. It did. And like I said, I was skeptical. Yeah. So it's okay to be skeptical. Yeah. It's human nature. Yeah, it is. If you weren't skeptical, all this wouldn't have happened. <laughs> no, it wouldn't have. I would have just turned away and stuck with big pharma and who knows what would have happened. Skeptical but open-minded. Yes. Yes, skeptical but open-minded. That's great. Mm-hmm. That's the amazing thing. So, to all the listeners, I hope this has been very enlightening. You got some perspective here, and you really thought about essentials or essential oil as a thing. And if you're curious about it, you know where to go. I'm not going to repeat it a thousand times because it becomes very repetitive and stuff. And you know where to go. Go down the link, check it out. and if you want to reach out i'll even put the social media links for uh, rochelle and for me as well so you can reach mm-hmm. out to me or rochelle depends on who you're more comfortable with yeah so that's that and i'll see you in a another podcast episode bye bye bye